Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Lake Sports Network. Hello, everybody. It's your man, Darrell Owens, and welcome to another edition of one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. And we're doing another quick ones edition of NFL Power Rankings. We're heading into week 10 of the NFL season and glad to be with you here again today for another one. We're heading into week 10. Tonight, we got Ravens versus Dolphins from Miami. Uh, the Ravens coming into this one, second best team in the AFC at six and two. The Dolphins going on the opposite end of the spectrum at two and seven. But nevertheless, I don't expect them to play less hard tonight because they're struggling uh, this season. But they did get a dub last week. See what they can do this week against the Ravens. Should be a fun one tonight. All the Thursday night games have been fired. So Ravens, Dolphins, you've got to continue to live up to that tradition. Now, once again, we love you guys here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network and, of course, on one-on-ones. If you get an opportunity, to make sure you check out the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Make sure you look at us and, and see what we got going on in the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Check out all our social media platforms, like what we're trying to do, man. We're trying to grow, and we're trying to uh, bring you media in a different form and just have fun uh, bringing you the news. All right, let's go ahead and get this bad boy started. I'm not going to hold you long today, but I want to go ahead and give you this top 10 before the uh, week 10 starts. So let's go ahead and get started because you know what we get started with? The bottom. All right, sitting at the bottom this week at the very bottom, and they've been at the bottom for a while now, the only winless team in the NFL, the Detroit Lions. Now, Detroit did not play this week, so, you know, there's nowhere – for them to really go um, but down in this situation. Uh, so they stay at number 32. They're 0-8. This week, the Lions uh, have a tough task playing the Steelers team who's starting to click a little bit. It's been back and forth for the Steelers. So uh, the Lions hopefully will finally get a W, maybe this week, maybe. But um, I'm not going to hold my breath, man. I just want to see Dan Campbell get a win. But Pittsburgh has been playing better football, so we'll see what happens there. At number 31, the Houston Texans, eight straight losses. Uh, they just they just can't get it get it going. They they got Tyrod Taylor back last week. It just wasn't enough. The Dolphins came to play last week, uh, getting that dub because they were also on a seven game losing streak at the time. So both teams were on seven game seven game losing streaks, trying to get that dub, trying to you know get back in the win column. The Dolphins happen to be that team. So the Dolphins are number 30 team because they were able to pull off the battle of the seven game losing streaks. <laughs> Next one, we got the Jets, uh, two and six. Uh, they got them at number 29 here on this uh, power ranking. Now, the Jets came in, uh, you know, last week very 
very positive in my opinion. Yes, they lost 45 to 30 to the Colts, but I will say I thought that they did a really good job of fighting, never giving up. And I know when people say, oh, there's no more victories, but you know, if Mike White didn't go out of that game early, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets were a little bit more into that contest. And, and nothing against Josh Johnson, who came in and and gave a good, you know, gave a good run, but it was just too little, too late, and too much Jonathan Taylor on the Colts side. But the Jets team, I like what I'm seeing. They're improving every week. The defense is improving every week. The offense is getting better. They're very young. This is a positive thing for Robert Saleh and the Jets. So we'll see what they do um, to, for the rest of the season. See if they can continue to grow. Number twenty-eight, the Washington Football Team. They're at two and six. They did not play last week, so they actually lost a couple of spots. Uh, due to some other teams getting some dubs in that process. Number 27, the Jacksonville Jaguars getting a big win, huge win against the Buffalo Bills. No one saw this coming. I know I didn't see it coming. Jacksonville fans saw it coming. Jacksonville fans saw it coming. But nobody else saw this one coming. I know in our pick, everybody, the whole squad picked the Buffalo Bills. But the Jaguars said, hey, we, they, you know, y'all can say whatever you want. We're out here. And they gave a tough you know, fight. They were in the mix. They battled, they battled, they battled. They kept it close. They kept it close. And they ended up winning that game nine to six. Craziness, right? <laughs> what a game. But Jacksonville gets the dub. They moved to two and six. Number 26, the Buffalo, the Buffalo Bears, the Chicago Bears, three and six on the season. And, you know, this Bears team, a lot of people feel like they got robbed on Monday night. Because, you know, that whole Steeler fiasco with the referees and everybody's all the referees were all about the Steelers that night. But the Bears gave a great effort uh, and a good comeback run in that contest just wasn't enough uh, as they end up losing that one 29 to 27 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But we got the Bears at 26 on this power ranking. At 25, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, The Eagles are three and six on the season. A tough loss to the Chargers. Very tough loss to the Chargers. But once again, the Eagles were very competitive in this contest. Another team where they've been battling and they've been in the mix. They've been battling the whole time for the majority of the season. They've been in games. You know, they just, you know, come out on the losing end on on most of them. So they're three and six right now. But I do like what I've seen from this Eagles team to a certain extent. Still, you know, now that they've started to run the ball, they're starting to play better football. Coach is finally getting his act together. At number 24, the New York football Giants going three and six now on the season. And the Giants, you know, a big win, very nice win, very nice win against the uh, Oakland, excuse me, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm never going to get it right, y'all. I'm always going to call them Oakland. But the Las Vegas Raiders uh, travel to New York and the Giants, you know, did their thing. Very tough performance by the Giants. Saquon Barkley list Giants, and they still were able to go in there and get the dub. Uh, they won um, over the Raiders last week, uh, 23 to 16. So a nice win for the Giants, a team that could be four and five. You know, it's just they're one of those toss up teams, one of those toss up teams. Number 23, the San Francisco 49ers. They are three and five on the season. The 49ers lost a tough one to the Cardinals. Cardinals without Kyler Murray. You know, didn't make a difference because the Colt McCoy show was in full effect and the Cardinals look great. And, you know, no Chase Edmonds. He got injured early in the contest, but it was all Connor. <laughs> it was the James Connor show. He had three touchdowns in that contest. He helped me out big time in fantasies. Thank you, James. Appreciate you. 
Next one, number 22, the Seahawks. No game last week. They're three and five. They they stay where they are. They have the Packers uh, on Sunday, 425 game. Should be a good one. Waiting to see the outcome to see if Aaron will be playing on Sunday. We won't know that till Saturday. So we'll see what happens in that way. But right now, it seems like he will play. There's a small chance that he doesn't. But at the current time, it looks like he will be playing on Sunday. Number 21, the Minnesota Vikings. I tell you what, this Minnesota Vikings team, we've been saying it all year. It's back and forth. I think they've been in the most overtime games this year out of any team, and I could be wrong on that fact. But they lost a tough one in overtime to the Ravens 34-31. And they're one of those teams that if they win from week to week, you would not be surprised. And if they lose from week to week, you would not be surprised. Whenever there's a Vikings game going on, to me, it's a toss-up. If you had to pick who you think is going to win that game, it's always a toss-up. And so uh, this, you know, Vikings team against the Ravens, I thought they had a shot, and they looked really good early. But in the end, it just it just wasn't enough. Now, this week, the Vikings played the Chargers, another toss-up game. Like, this thing could go either way. You could literally flip a coin, and you would probably be right on who wins that contest. And that is the bottom here in the power rankings heading into Week 10. So there's the bottom. We're heading into week 10, the bottom. There's a couple of teams in there that I'm, 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 I feel like they could make some moves and still make a little push before the end of the season. The Eagles are a team I think that could shock a couple of people. Uh, I also think, you know, the 49ers, you know, if they can get things clicking, they could um, shock people. Obviously, the Seahawks with Russell Wilson, the Vikings, it, you know, pretty much, I'm not going to say the Giants per se because I'm still on the jury, still out. But Eagles, 49ers, Seahawks, and Vikings are teams for me that I think could still surprise us and maybe make a playoff run. Not saying go deep in the playoffs, but just make it to the playoffs. Now, let's go to the outside looking in. Now, on the outside looking in, we've got the Carolina Panthers sitting in at number 20. We got the Indianapolis Colts at 19, the Atlanta Falcons at 18, the Kansas City Chiefs at 17, and the Denver Broncos at 16. Panthers team last week, it was just, you know, it, it just looked rough all the way around for this Panthers team against the Patriots at home. And Mac Jones, and I know I've said it a couple of times on the show, but Mac Jones to me right now is the rookie of the year. Uh, and I don't care, at least in my eyes, I think, you know, what he's done so far and his growth has been really tremendous for that Patriots team. It ain't the sexiest thing in the world, but he's doing good things out there uh, for the New England Patriots. I like what I've seen so far that his teammates seem to be behind him. And, you know, when you look at hindsight and people say, well, Cam should still be in the league. And I, and I do. I do think Cam should be in the league. But, you know, Mac Jones is making Bill Belichick look extremely smart. So, I mean, you can say that one way or the other. And it's not a Cam bashing. It's just Belichick knew what he had in Mac Jones. And so far, Mac is slowly coming along and, and i think he's going to be really good i'm not saying he's tom brady i say it every week I'm not saying he's tom brady but i like what i see next the colts four and five big win against the jets uh this Colts team should be over 500 uh there's a couple games that they shouldn't have lost uh that they did lose the ravens one i always bring that one up but they shouldn't have lost that one uh they probably shouldn't have lost to the titans a couple of weeks ago so this team could easily um this could be a little bit you know Roll reverse, it could be like six and three right now. Uh, but unfortunately, that is not the case. But I like this coast team and their team that I still think is going to make a push 
towards the playoffs, especially in that wide open AFC. 18, the Falcons, a surprising four and four Falcons. Falcons somehow, some way keep themselves in the mix. I, I don't know how it just at times it looks really ugly and at sometimes it looks really good. And the biggest bright spot on that team for me has been Cordell Patterson, who's been the Swiss Army knife. He's been doing everything for that Falcons team. They're another team where it's like, I couldn't tell you what they're going to do from week to week. They got Dallas this week. That could that could be a win. I'm going to say easily be a win. Let me rephrase it. It could be a win. It could be a loss. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Next, number 17, the Kansas City Chiefs. Get a big win against the Green Bay Packers. The Jordan Love. Green Bay Packers, I got to specify that. Yeah, you probably say, oh, Darrell, you Packers fan. You're just saying that. But no, man, I mean, watching that game, the Chiefs really didn't do anything impressive, you know, in my opinion. They should have won that game, hands down, by at least three, maybe two or three touchdowns. But the Packers' defense was phenomenal. And unfortunately, Jordan Love is just not at that level yet where he can take a team to a victory. Uh, you know, there's a couple of he still had a chance to win that game for the Packers late. It just wasn't enough. It just just wasn't enough. And it was too little too late when he finally got his first career touchdown uh, pass thrown to Alan Lazard. But the Kansas City Chiefs are at 17 and they're trying to get back to their winning ways. They're five and four on the season. Next, we got the Denver Broncos. Uh, they're five and four. Big win over Dallas. Nice win over Dallas. Uh, they were three and four. They won two in a row. So, so far this season, the Broncos have been win three in a row, lose four in a row, win two in a row. <laughs> so this Broncos team surprising a lot of people last week against Dallas. I definitely picked Dallas in that contest. But, man, Teddy B and the crew and that defense, man, they really came up big time against a very tough Dallas team, which a lot of teams were calling the best team in the NFC. So nice win. For the Denver Broncos. And once again, that's our outside looking in. Panthers 20, Colts 19, Falcons 18, Chiefs 17, and Broncos 16. All right, so that was our outside looking in. Now we finally hit the top 15 on the power rankers this week. Uh, we got a little bit of shifting here and there. I know the top five is a lot different than it was last week. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Number 15, the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati did not show up at all against the Browns. I, they probably should be further down on this list, but we know what they can do, and we've seen what they did to a Ravens team that shocked everybody in Baltimore. So the talent is there, but they're still a young team trying to grow. We got Cincinnati at number 15. At number 14, the Cleveland Browns. Impressive victory over this Bengals team. Uh, I definitely picked the Bengals last week. As you can tell, as I tell you who I picked, it, the weeks have not gotten better. Spending <laughs> the last couple of weeks have been really rough for me in the pickup, man. I'm trying to get myself back together. But, uh, yeah, Cleveland hurt me on that one last week. And But Cleveland, 41-16, to 16, great overall game. They no longer have Odell Beckham on that team, and it showed in a form where you can just see these guys look loose and they were having fun. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to be special. And I'm just going to throw that out there. Cleveland fans, Donovan Peoples-Jones is going to be super special. That's why you were able to let go of Odell Beckham and not have any worries. Number 13, the New England Patriots. I'm going to tell you right now, New England is slowly but surely creeping his way into the playoffs. Watch out for this New England team. I'm not saying they're going to make a ton of noise. But they're going to definitely be very competitive. And if they make the playoffs, they're not going to be an easy out. 
So if you're the two seed and the Patriots sneak in at a seven or you're the three seed and the Patriots sneak in at a six, you're going to have a fight on your hands. This New England team is tough. Once again, led by Bill Belichick and Mac Jones is only going to get better. New England's at number 13 and rising. Number 12, the Las Vegas Raiders, five and three. Very ugly loss to the Giants. I almost put uh, I almost put the uh, the Panthers, the Patriots over them, but I just had to, had to wait on that. I'm still I'm still learning this uh, Patriots team, but Raiders at twelve. Uh, they've been one of the teams that have you know been fluctuating into the top ten, out of the top ten, into the top ten. But right now they're at twelve this week at five and three, and you know this Raiders team after that ugly loss to the Giants have to find a way to get themselves back in the mix, uh, see what they do on Sunday night against the Chiefs. That's going to be a big AFC West matchup. Number 11, the New Orleans Saints. The Saints had an opportunity last weekend to take the lead in the NFC South. It was in their hands, in the palm of their hands, ready for the taking, and then they laid a goose egg to an extent against the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons dominated this game to be honest with you then the saints came back late took the lead it just wasn't enough because matt ryan hit cordell patterson along the sideline late in the game big pickup that eventually would set him up for a field goal and they would end up winning that game 27 to 25 it was a great game but man saints fans you were that close to taking the lead in that division essentially a two-game lead with the you know with them beating Tampa Bay a couple of weeks ago. So it was set up perfectly for them. But unfortunately, they are sitting in second place and the Buccaneers are still in first. Number 10, the Los Angeles Chargers. This team started off hot. They were four and one. Man, people were like, they were ready to rock and roll with them, including myself. I thought, man, this Chargers team is ready to, to make a name for themselves. And then they had like a little of a speed bump and they lost two games in a row. Then they were able to bounce back last week and beat the Eagles, but they needed that victory because things were starting to look a little rough, uh, but they're still in the mix in the AFC West. They are currently in second place. Excuse me. They're currently actually in first place in the um, division as Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, then Broncos. So that's what that uh, AFC West is looking like right now, but they are in first place. So give them love and credit where credit is due. Number nine, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh still on and off this year. It still can't really call what they got going on. But uh, (laughs) nevertheless, like what I'm seeing from rookies, Najee Harris and Pat, I'm not even going to destroy Pat's whole name. I know they was calling Fru. So Pat Fru from off. You know, and I I regret now I traded them on my fantasy team. That was actually a huge mistake. I I am man enough to admit that now. Man enough. I, I knew what I had in them and I did it anyway. Pittsburgh Steelers at number nine on the power rankings. Number eight, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, ugly loss. Man. Oh, boy, it was an ugly loss to Jacksonville. And it was a lot of Josh Allen on Josh Allen violence in that contest. Josh Allen, the def- defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, had a field day against Josh Allen, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. A sack, a fumble recovery, and an interception. All in one game against Josh Allen. So that Josh Allen on Josh Allen balance was a little tough last Sunday. Now, Buffalo still in our top 10 because we know how talented they are, but that was a really rough game for them. They 
if they have more games like that, they're going to be in trouble and maybe not the team to beat in the AFC. Next at number seven, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, Tampa Bay's a little bit further down on the list, mostly because they were on a bye. Um, we know how good this Tampa Bay team is. We we, we know that. Uh, but this week, you know, with the bye, they come into week 10 at number seven. But they're talented, almost crazy talented. They brought back Brashad Pierman, who had a really good year, his best year as a pro uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And now he's back on the team. We'll see what he can produce uh, here in week 10. Number six, the Los Angeles Rams, a team, you know, seven and two, lost a, a tough one. I mean, just a really tough one to, uh, oh God, who did the Rams play last week? I'm having a whole brain fart, y'all. But uh, the Rams lost a very tough one last week to the Titans on Sunday night, 28 to 16. And um, I'll be honest with you, only one person on our network picked the Titans, and that was Lamont Thomas, who hit the Lone Ranger pick. I almost hit the, the Monday night one with the Bears, but hit the Lone Ranger pick 28 to 16. And this Titans team continuing the flow. The Rams took a little bit of a setback in this contest, but they are number six on our power rankings. Number five on our power rankings, the Dallas Cowboys, or as Jay and I like to call them, the <laughs> the Arlington Desperados. That's an inside joke. But anyway, Dallas, very tough game against this Denver Broncos team. No, another game with nobody. That's how this last couple of weeks have been. Teams that you probably thought win the lost games are losing games that they probably shouldn't have lost to teams they shouldn't have lost to, if that makes any sense. But that's how that's kind of been. But Dallas, tough loss, tough, tough, tough loss to the Denver Broncos. They moved to seven and two on the season. And, um, you know, Dallas is uh, one of those teams where, you know, they're a lot better uh, than what we saw last week. So we'll see if they'll be able to continue um, and, and bounce back from last week's game. We got Dallas at number five. Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Now, I have Green Bay at number four on this list. They were number one last week, but that was a tough loss against Kansas City. Not We knew Aaron Rodgers wasn't there, but the problem was how great the defense played, and they still weren't able to get anything going offensively. They, they, the touchdown they did score was super late. The special teams had too many critical mistakes, two, two missed field goals, one blocked. Um Amari Rodgers had a muff punt. It was just a lot going on. And if you watch the game as a Packers fan, it was more frustrating knowing that Kansas City lets you stay in the game and they gave you opportunities to win this game, but you just wouldn't take it. Just wouldn't take it. We got the Packers at number four, and I will say this till I'm blue in the face. If Aaron Rodgers had played in that game, the Packers would still be the number one team on this power rankings, and that's just my opinion. But they are not. They are number four on the power rankings heading into this week. Number three, the Baltimore Ravens, their highest spot. This is the first time we've had an AFC team in the top five in a minute. Uh, you know, the NFC has been kind of ruling the day the last four or five weeks. And then Baltimore says, guess what, man? I'm ready to crack the top five. They're coming at number three. Very tough uh, overtime win against the Minnesota Vikings. The Baltimore Ravens, number three on the power rankings. Number two, the Tennessee Titans, another AFC team cranking into the top five. Tennessee has been very impressive lately. 
and all the Tennessee wins have been really impressive. I, I will say this. I mean, they've lost, you know, two games, but I want to go back a little bit and just kind of give you an idea of, of the, some of the teams this 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 Titans team has beat. So, the, yes, they lost to the Cardinals, but right now the Cardinals have only got one loss. All right. They beat the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. They beat the Colts. All right. Then they beat the Buffalo Bills. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, yes, they're struggling this year, but they're still the Kansas City Chiefs. They beat the Colts again. All right. And so, and then they, you know, beat a Rams team. So they beat the Rams, the Chiefs, the Colts twice, the Bills, and they've beaten the Seahawks. So, I look at this and say, you know, this Tennessee team, yes, that was when Derrick Henry was there, but they were able to win one without Derrick Henry within the Rams game. But now the Titans have a chance to really solidify themselves as a powerhouse in the AFC here in the next couple of weeks. They've got the Saints. They should beat the Texans. They got a, it should be a good game against the Patriots. Uh, they eventually have the Steelers. Uh, and those are probably their mm, two or three tough games that they have coming up. Uh, for the rest of the season. So be on the lookout for the Tennessee Titans, but they have the number two team right now. I don't, and I, I'm not a hundred percent sure I'd had to go back and look, but I do not think we've had a AFC team be number one on our power rankings this year. It's been NFC teams. And so far our only number one teams have been the Cardinals, the Rams, the Packers, and the Buccaneers have the been our only number one teams in this um, power ranking so far. No AFC teams. Can Tennessee crack that? We'll see. And number one, the Arizona Cardinals. Eight and one. Nice bounce back week after losing to the Packers the week before last. Uh, just love what I saw from Arizona, even without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. They brought in uh, – oh, and then I'm going to forget, they didn't have Chase Edmonds neither who got hurt early in that game. A lot of Josh um, – a lot of Josh Connor looking absolutely – excuse me, Josh Connor, James Connor. I don't know, y'all. I'm having a fumble day. But James Connor was amazing in this contest. Uh, three touchdowns, two rushing, and one receiving touchdown, which was like a 50 or 60-yard run. And, and Colt McCoy looked really good out there. I – you know – almost look at him as another team and say, hmm, but we know better. We know better. <laughs> but Colt looked good. He was looked phenomenal in a backup role for this Cardinals team. So if you're the Cardinals, you got something to lean your shoulder on, knowing that if somebody, if Kyler gets hurt in a bad spot and if you can get Colt to play the way he played against San Francisco, you're going to be in good shape. The Arizona Cardinals are number one this week on the top 10, reclaiming their spot and number one here on the one-on-one power rankings all right y'all so there it is those are our power rankings heading into week 10 we're gonna give you our quick review and then we'll give you our top five mvps um mvp candidates heading into week 10 so let's start it off first of course again with the bottom coming at the bottom the lions 32 texans 31 dolphins 30 jets 29 washington football team 28 the jacksonville jaguars at 27 the Bears at 26, Eagles at 25, Giants at 24, 49ers at 23, Seahawks at 22, and Vikings at 21. The outside looking in, the Panthers sitting at number 20, the Colts 19, the Falcons 18, the Chiefs 17, the Broncos are 16. Then our top 15 teams, Cincinnati sitting at 15, 
the Cleveland Browns 14, the New England Patriots 13, the Las Vegas Raiders at 12, the Saints coming in at 11, the Chargers at 10, the Pittsburgh Steelers at 9, Buffalo Bills at 8, the Buccaneers at 7, the Rams at 6, the Cowboys at 5, the Packers dropping a couple spots to number 4, and jumping into the top 5, two AFC teams, the Baltimore Ravens at 3, the Tennessee Titans at two and number one, the Arizona Cardinals. Man, oh man, oh man! I tell you, it's been it's been interesting this last couple of weeks. I've not had a good run; just really bad weeks for me overall. And so, hopefully, you know, we can bounce back this week and have a, a positive outlook. Um, you know, and hopefully get things kicked on the right foot tonight, uh, Thursday night football with the Ravens. So go get that dub so I can start the week off in a positive light. All right, y'all. So here it is, our top five MVP uh, midseason. Now, y'all going to laugh at me when y'all see Aaron Rodgers like, Darrell, wait a minute, Aaron Rodgers didn't even play this week, but that's going to bring up my point. I have Aaron Rodgers number one because we saw what that Green Bay Packers team looked like without him offensively. And that alone to me, this is just me being biased this week, alone to me makes him the number one person on, on the MVP count. Yes, the numbers have not been as great as they were last year, but, man, when you take him off of that team, he, they are a completely different monster. Even Seattle, when they took Russell away, they still competed and looked like a, a pretty good team. One game without Aaron, it looks like a complete disaster. And we've seen this in the past. When they don't have Aaron Rodgers, the Packers are not a good football team. And I don't care how good the defense is, and Sunday proved it. That's what happened. So, yes, for this week, me just making a point, Aaron Rodgers is number one. Number two, Lamar Jackson. Another great comeback, another great, you know, showing for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, which me and my son are going to go check out Rodgers versus Jackson uh, week week 15 or 16 and uh, December 19th in Baltimore. So take my son to his first game. That's going to be fun. But I got Jackson at number two. Number three, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor has had a really good year low key. Um, People know he's good and, you know, He's the number two rusher in the league. I don't know how much longer that'll be before he's number one because Derrick Henry had a 300-yard rushing advantage over Jonathan Taylor. But Jonathan Taylor is special. And what I like how tough he is and what I've seen some seen from him so far, don't be surprised if he continues to rise up um, on, on, on this MVP um, list. So Jonathan Taylor making his first appearance. Number four, Kyler Murray. Um, wasn't there last week, but he's having such a special season that it was hard for me not to include him. Number five, Dak Prescott. Once again, if you know Dak Prescott is the reason why the Dallas team ticks. Um, and I, I'm gonna keep him in right now for now. It was tough because I wanted to keep Josh Allen in, but his performance last week was so miserable, it was hard for me to do that. So that is our top five MVP candidates heading into week 10, the mid-season list here as we enter week 10. All right, everybody, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. Thank you all for tuning in for another additional one-on-one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, the Quick Ones edition, the NFL Power Rankings heading into week 10. I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Make sure you check out the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Go check out all our shows, everything. You know, we're going to be all over the place here in the Central Virginia area in the next couple of months up until the end of college basketball season vcu richmond uva uh you know we'll hit william and mary we're gonna be all over 
uh, trying to bring you some good coverage and bringing you a little bit of a different perspective and inside here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network into media in the Central Virginia area. All right, everybody. I'm your man. Thank you all for tuning in one more time. We'll see y'all next week on the 18th for week 11. Man, we are getting close. Man, it's crazy how close we're getting uh, to the end of the season. I'm getting sad, y'all. Anyway, I'm your man, Darrell Lawrence. Until next time. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one-on-one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one.